Well, we're back to part two of our podcast, um, of, relating to the previous podcast, obviously, about pausing. And that has a lot of, a lot of advantages <coughs> in leadership, gives you time to reflect, to create, to, to, to feel the vision more, uh, etc. and the list goes on. Um, there's one thing I wanted to bring up and discuss with the internet is sometimes I've had a few clients over time say, yeah, I sit back and reflect. But as we discussed previously, but you're reflecting via your cognitive skills, right? You're re reflecting from your brain, mm. not from your heart. Mm, mm. And you can tell your brain anything. Or your mind tells you a lot of yeah. things, right? Yeah, that's right. You can tell it anything, right? So... It's interesting because I've, you know, I've, people I've coached over the years, there's one person, for an example, a few years ago, um, used to take time to reflect, but it was all in the head. And um, I read a tweet this morning from a guy I had a lot of respect for, Gary Hensel in the, from the States, and it was about the fact that it's a bit of a fool for a person who, who can pick out all the faults of someone else but can't see can't ref see that in themselves mm. in other words they're perfect doing that but everyone else is not yeah so there's also a lot of judgment involved yeah in so it's all judgment there's no and that's from the head because mm. to me the heart doesn't judge it feels mm. and this particular person takes his five minutes <laughs> but but the five minutes is about us judging everyone else around him not he, he just didn't do it on himself, right? So it's not self-directed. No, and when it was, well, I'm okay, mm. right? So to get them to move from the head to the heart can be difficult sometimes. And it can be uh, different reasons. One, they just it's just a massive block. Other times they get to the heart and the heart's telling them stuff they don't want to hear. So it reverberates up to the head. That's better. I can tell that head what to do. Mm. So I can fool my heart by just staying in my head. Yeah, I think with not. Yeah, well, I think I feel that with many uh, clients that I work with, it's simply a defense mechanism to mm, avoid the pains that are in the. That's heart, right. right. Like intuitively, they know there's pain there, mm. so they don't go there, mm. and that's that's the issue, right? So they. And it becomes a well. I can see these faults in everyone else, so therefore, we've all got, <laughs> we've all got faults. We've all got issues. So we've all got issues. So why worry about mine, right? Why, why worry about? It? I think that's sub. I don't think it's necessarily a conscious thought. It's a subconscious protecting, and it, and like blocking the the little connection between the head and the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, what happens is that when you're not connecting with these pains within your heart or somewhere else in your body, uh, you're missing out a really big opportunity to uh, A, learn something about yourself um, and B, you miss the opportunity for some transformation and for some healing because these parts that are in the heart or somewhere else that are hurting are literally um, very often uh, parts from the past that have been shut off and uh, 
built a wall around themselves so that this hurt doesn't come up anymore, but it's still yeah, there. That's right. Yeah. And everything has energy, so even the pain that we're shoving under the carpet, so to speak, yeah, or we encapsulate it, has still an energy that is within the body and it creates disturbances. Yeah, it does. So and it's, it's interesting you're saying that. I'm thinking of a few people uh, on a project I was working a few years ago and there's a bit of a mixture there and it's interesting because we would, would often do a, a really healthy, robust 360 from you know, direct reports, peers, stakeholders, mm -hmm. etc., which is the normal thing. And it's interesting, the people who really want to do that straight away and have a lot of enthusiasm are usually the best leaders, right? Because <laughs> I think deep down they know this is going to be reasonable. I'm going to do reasonable of this because I know I connect with people. I know what they're thinking and feeling. Right? Mm -hmm. So therefore, this is all going to be good news and just I can grab a little nugget to, to improve even more. Then you get the other, well, not, you get the next lot of people who, who have enough connection with their heart to know this is going to be painful. Mm. So therefore they, they duck and weave and slow the process down, you know, do this, do that, because they know it's not going to be good news. Then you get another lot who don't mind doing it, don't rush out, don't mind doing it because they don't <laughs> think there's any problem because they don't see it. Mm. They haven't connected with their heart, that there's no connection with people's hearts. It's all in the head, cognitively, where life's a battle, right? So they don't see it. So they're a bit more willing to do it. But it's the middle group. So the, to me, I've always found there's three groups. Um, so it's fascinating stuff. But the, the middle group that does it eventually, it's still positive because they're open enough because their heart, they're connected enough with their inner self enough to actually want to do something or see they need to do something. Where the, the bottom group, it's like it's like talking to a brick wall. They just it, that's the bit that's the challenge to get in there and prize it open. Mm. So that's where the real serious, deep, and meaningfuls have to happen. Which I've yeah, I've had to make some of those conversations, but they don't always get it. It can be a a chip away for a while right. before yes. finally uh, you unclog the dr the drain. I say, <laughs> say the little connection between yeah. the two. Yeah, I mean, I think that's um, that's normal if, as you said, deep, deep down we sense that, well, something is off, right? But we're so in the head that we ignore that. And to me, um, it reminds me so often that when things happen, that everyone is a mirror everyone whom you encounter is actually an invitation to look at something within yep, yourself. Yep. So for the workplace, um, particularly those people that we struggle with are really uh, great opportunities to find out more what's actually happening within ourselves as well. Yeah. So I had a client yesterday and for her it was about understanding our family better then in the end it's all also about to understand herself better. Yeah. It, it always comes, yes. it, you, you can't understand other people until you understand yourself. You, those other people though are that reflection of yourself. Yeah, right? quite often that's, that's you're right. And, and, it's, and you're seeing, 
sometimes you're picking faults in people. Actually, you have the fault, but it's you're seeing it through other yes, people. Yes, exactly. And this is what I wanted to go back that, to and, yeah. with this with this uh, client of yours who can't see his own issues, mm. right? But he sees them in others. So the idea would now be to say, okay, so um, how does that behavior of someone else how does that reflect to you and has that been something that you experienced in your life but you were told that that's not okay and because you were told that it's yeah. not okay you're picking out on everyone else because you haven't gotten peace you didn't that's find right. peace yeah. with your I own heart yeah. right yeah and they're, they're the they're the things that play out in the in the business world and they're the struggles that leaders have and that's why the standard of leadership is is not high across the world, right? It's it's all these issues internally that manifest in behaviours, etc., on the external side, mm. right? And the the true leader can internalise and then lead from within to lead out, not lead out to within. If you, that makes sense. Yeah, and I also believe that someone who um, is quite grounded in themselves, um, doesn't see others as a as a thread. No, that's just. But an invitation to communicate on the same level, yeah. and also learn back again, learn about themselves, right? That's right. It's like that's just who people are, mm. and I say this many times in coaching: you don't judge people, you assess them on their behaviours. You need to make assessments at times, but you don't judge them because the judgment's an opinion mm. and places them in an order of whatever, right? Mm. Either guilty or not guilty. That's what judgments <laughs> are for, and that's the only place it should be in a courtroom. Right. The rest on, on the work workforce, it's just I assess people and I assess their strengths, their weaknesses, uh, their challenges, so I can support them, help them, grow their, build on their weak, uh, on their strengths, so they can. They can really develop and get get them closer to their purpose and linking it to the role they're in on the on the job, etc., etc. Mm. That's fine, but people are people, and if they've got behaviours that you're making a judgement, just stop and just accept that's who they are. And how do I help them? Actually, before you make a judgement, just hold your little finger. Hold your little <laughs> pinky, like we talked about in the last podcast. Exactly, because that connects you to your heart. That's right. It makes it easier to do. Yes. And the assessment, I'm sure, will have a different <coughs> kind of I, quality. Well, I just, I'm just laughing. This particular person I was talking about is about four years ago now, and he's about six foot eight. So I just laugh at the picture of him sitting there holding his little finger. It doesn't amuse me, I must admit. <laughs> he's a big, he's a pre-NFL player, or foot, gridiron player in the, in the States. Mm. So I can imagine him sitting there holding his little pinky. Yeah, no one would know. No one would know, no, <laughs> because his hand, whenever he shook it, I'd disappear. Because his hand was bigger than me, just about, so. That, I, that, that amuses me. But anyway, actually, I think in, in current scenario, and I haven't seen him for a year or two, he would probably sit and do that. Because well, he, he learned a lot mm. about himself. Mm. Great. Once we prize that open. Okay. I think we've come to the end of our podcast, Antoinette. Yeah, learning about yourself and taking a pause to really sit with yourself and take that pause to reflect about what happened during the day 
uh, to get the bigger picture, but also then pause and to uh, connect with within. That's, That's it, connecting within, soul inspired leadership. Yes. So everything is connect within, then lead out. Yes. Not the other way around. Fantastic. Okay, thanks for listening again. Have a great day. Have a great day and we'll be back again soon.